Good morning. Welcome to the daily Bible reading for Banding Together. This short overview of each chapter will provide fresh insight and context as you read the chapter, listen to the Holy Spirit, and walk in faithful obedience. This process, combined with gathering weekly in a discipleship group, will transform your walk with God and help you live on mission. So how will God speak to you today? Let's dive in. Well, good morning. My name is John West, and today we'll be looking at Psalm 19, which is one of the most beautiful and poetic psalms in the entire collection. So grab your Bible, grab a journal, and let's take a look at this psalm. A few years ago, I did a very slow walk through the Psalms, and at the end of reading all 150, I went back and I ranked them in order. Now, this was not a scientific process. Many of you would probably disagree, but it was an anecdotal assessment of which Psalms I felt were the greatest, and Psalm 19 made my top 10 list. It probably would have also made C.S. Lewis's top 10, as he once wrote, I take this to be the greatest poem in the Psalter and one of the greatest lyrics in the world. Well, Psalm 19 is divided into two very clear sections. The first reveals the glory of God through his creation, and the second reveals the glory of God through his word. And theologians call this general revelation and specific revelation. And the psalm begins with God's general revelation through creation. Verses 1 through 6 begin, the heavens declare the glory of God. Whenever we look at the night sky or the stars, the moon, the immense space of the heavens, when we look at a beautiful sunrise or sunset, it's telling us something. Creation is speaking. In fact, David says it pours forth speech, or in the Hebrew, it gushes speech. Paul wrote something similar almost a thousand years after Psalm 19 was written. In Romans 1.20, he wrote, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, they've been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made. Verse 4 tells us that this universal kind of general revelation of God is given to all creation in all cultures. People in Africa, Asia, Australia, anyone on the planet can see his glory. But then the second half of this psalm, verses 7 through 14, talk about an even greater revelation, a specific revelation of the glory of God through his word. Creation tells us much about God, but the word tells us more. In fact, in the first six verses, God is described as El, or Elohim, which is a kind of generic use for God. But then in verse 7, the word for God is Yahweh, the Lord, the God of covenant love and faithfulness. And the word is trustworthy, simple, radiant, right, pure, firm, precious, sweet. But I love the final description in verse 10. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. So creation begins the process of revealing God's glory, but the Word of God is where we better understand who He is 
in detail and also to understand how to live in right relationship with him. Charles Spurgeon wrote a great commentary set on the Psalms, and of Psalm 19, he said, he is wisest who reads both the world and the word as two volumes of the same work and feels concerning them that my father wrote both. Well, David ends his poem reflecting on God in verse 14. He writes, may these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. God is his rock, his creator, but he's also his redeemer who revealed himself specifically in his word and ultimately through his one and only son, Jesus. Today, as you take extra time to read this chapter, listen for the Spirit's voice, and then turn to a fresh page in your journal and use the soap process of scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And then don't forget the final S. Share with someone else how God spoke to you today. Thanks for joining us.